It's Spooky Saturday. Saturday is my favorite day of the week. You have toiled, suffered, struggled all week long, and now you're here to get the chills, thrills, and everything in between, from pop culture cryptids to history. I'm your local ghost host with the most, Devin Ray. Now, let's get spooky, shall we? It's Spooky Saturday! Woo! But it's not just any Spooky Saturday, it's Christmas Eve! Christmas! 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 It's Christmas! Eve. Eve. The but Eve. Do you... It's just Hi, sorry, hello, it's me, Devin Ray, your local ghost host the most. I very rarely introduce myself in these programs, but I am joined as... Um, not always, but most constantly by my constant companion, Scott Keel. Hello. Merry Christmas, Scott. Merry Christmas. Ah! Um, um, do you or your family, um, first of all, celebrate Christmas, and do you put more of an emphasis on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Yes and day. Mm. However, uh, wife... Mm-hmm. And in-laws, mm-hmm. also yes, Eve. Eve. So you, you get a double barrel. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, pretty much since I've been married, I haven't really celebrated Christmas with my family proper on Christmas. Wow. Ooh. I gotta, and... fi- I gotta fix that. Ooh. I gotta fix that. Ooh. Gotta fix that. Do you want a monologue about how no. sad Christmas is? Uh, watch Gremlins. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I think we will watch Gremlins. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. We we did. did. (laughs) My family is a Christmas Eve family. Okay. Um, Yeah, we do the whole, like, uh, watch a Christmas carol. We open our PJ. We open one one present on Christmas Eve, and it's mm -hmm. always PJs. And we get into our PJs, and we snuggle up and watch Christmas carol. And I fall asleep. That's, That's the tradition. There are chocolate chip cookies. There is lots of food. And I fall asleep. Well, that sounds like every other night for you, right? You're not wrong. <laughs> the, the, the Christmas Carol part. Oh, you don't watch a Christmas Carol every night? No, mm. that's a Christmas Eve event. Okay. Yeah, my family... But the cookies and the falling asleep before anyone else, that's... that's oh. Unless there's League of Legends involved, that's... I just totally outed myself. Yeah, you did. <laughs> do you want me to edit that out? I don't know. I'm not really too worried about it. What are you, number two? No, we're not getting into that. No, we're going no, to. We're no, not you brought in... it up. No, no. Okay. We're not going down that rabbit hole. Lizard we're talking hole? about... We're talking, Crocodile we're, hole? We're talking about gremlins. All right, we're not talking about gremlins yet. We're talking about Christmas right now. Okay, but we're here to talk about gremlins. Okay, but we're while we're on the subject of Christmas and not some indeterminate video game right. that you play yeah, um, and are very good at. Mm. Um <laughs> my family we would um when i was growing up Uh um big dinner christmas eve and then all go see lights around uh the neighborhoods drive around and see christmas lights yeah um and then the younger kids would go to sleep and i would generally help my parents or the other adults uh set up christmas presents nice um and then we do we do presents on christmas day obviously but yeah. like, I feel like the most Christmas spirit for my family is on Christmas Eve. Right. Yeah. Um, 
but we're not church people so i mean it's really no it's a very secular christmas yeah um do you have any weird christmas traditions traditions do i personally like from growing up kind of a thing yeah and whatever however you interpret that question no <laughs> Shut down. It's very Corbin Dallas on the Ruby Rod show right now. Corbin, Corbin, my man, you gotta give me more than one word, man. You gotta give me more than one word. Are you feeling it? Are you on fire? No. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I like Christmas when it is close to Christmas. Mm-hmm. I know this is a spooky podcast, and my love for Halloween is is three sixty five. Yes. Um. And I I feel like Christmas is a much darker, scarier time than Halloween. Yeah. Uh, literally. Lit- lit- it literally. is darker. <laughs> oh my god! The get, days are shorter. Get out of here! Why? Don't Grinch my, my segues, man. <laughs> You're ruining this for me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. Uh, you were saying. I don't even remember what I was saying. But a couple, okay, so a couple, not a couple weeks ago, a week ago, I reposted from the original Spooky Saturday. Krampus. 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 And the Kalakansaros and uh, the Yule Cat and uh, Gryla. Spooky. Spooky. Um, But, you know, okay, so my family has never really been um, It's a Wonderful Life people or Miracle on 34th Street people um, or even Christmas Carol type people. We watched The Nightmare Before Christmas and the Big Lebowski, and Gremlins. Nice. There we go. See, I had a plan. I was getting there. Nice. Um, So this year, for this episode on Christmas Eve, uh, for Spooky Saturday, I decided that we were going to take a break from the Kitwaku um, and watch a... Watch your gremlins. Because it's... Yeah, when was the last... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did it. You did it. You did it. You son of a bitch. You did it. I can't believe it. He said he wasn't going to. Um, but he's been doing it nonstop since... It's a banger, y'all. The gremlins theme song is a banger. Um, when was the last time that you think that you watched this movie? I genuinely think it's probably been 20 years. 20 years. Like legitimately 2000 when it, you were when you were about 12 yeah you have not i mean, watched i don't since. i don't think that i've watched it since mm. it's uh, the last time i watched it was on vhs in my childhood home so wow it's been some time wow yeah uh conversely not unlike almost every horror type thing <laughs> my family watches it constantly yep i think i have it over here on a DVD somewhere. It's probably up there somewhere. I have a Mogwai Gizmo figure, which we is have... technically my brother's. Shout out to Dirk if you ever listen to this. <laughs> I have your Gizmo, and I will hold him ransom. We totally had a Gizmo uh, 
stuffed animal growing up. That was a thing. Mm. It's one of the stuffed animals we had. A gizmo. A gizmo. But you never watched. You never watched the movie though. No, I did. I did watch the movie as a child though. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I watched it a lot. I'm just saying, I have not watched it so you, since. You hit puberty and you decided that Gremlins was not for you. No, because you were becoming a gremlin yourself. Sure. Welcome to the deep dive of psychology into Gremlins and Scott Keel's life. Um, no, I'm no. kidding. He is staring <laughs> daggers at me. He's like, absolutely not. Please stop on this train of thought. The joke isn't even funny. I uh, no, I, we we definitely watched Gremlins a lot growing up, but yeah, I don't, I don't. There wasn't like a moment where I was like, I'm done with this. I just don't. I genuinely don't remember the last time I watched it, and so it had to have been. Like, when I was a kid, kid. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. This was an experience. It was. It was a good time. It was a great time. I, um, so, let's, uh, some facts about Gremlins. Um, it's produced by Amblin Entertainment, Steven Spielberg's company. It's the first time that Steven Spielberg's logo for Amblin Entertainment appears. Mm. Um, but it is not directed by Steven Spielberg. He was busy um, <laughs> doing doing do, something else. Indiana Jones. Well, there you go. Well, this movie and Indiana Jones Temple of Doom um, are the reason why we have a PG-13 rating today. Fair. This uh, movie is It's gnarly. a lot. Yeah. Um, like, I would actually, like, this movie is comparable to Critters for me. It's a lot. And you know what? It used to be worse. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So, Like the original version? The original version. That's probably what I grew up on. Um, the original version. Well, you haven't seen the original version. Oh. Uh, so this script was written by Christopher Columbus. Chris uh-huh. Columbus. Uh, Home Alone and the first Harry Potter movie. Yep. Um, and in the original script for this movie, there's... Uh, Gizmo and Stripe are the same character. Oh. Um, and Steven Spielberg was like, "No, you need a you need one of them to be the good guy." Yeah. <laughs> um, they can't all turn into monsters. And the in the original script, they they end up killing the dog. The the gremlins oh. kill the dog, and even worse, I know, I I know, even worse than that, they kill Billy's mom and cut her head off. Um, but once again, Steven Spielberg was like, mm, no, maybe not. <laughs> no. So, um, before I go too far into it, this movie was released. Can you guess when it was released in 1984? When it was released in 1984? Mm-hmm. July. It's June. It was released on June 8th. They had a weird habit of releasing Christmas movies during the summer. Do you know... What else released on June 8th, 1984? I do not. Ghostbusters. Wow. <laughs> they released on the same day? The same day. Was that like a dick measuring no, contest? No, I don't think so. I think just it, coincidence? They just coincidentally. Because I feel like whoever was going to see one, they did not. Like the studios were like, they're not going to see both. People that are going to see those respective movies are not a big overlap. But they were. But they were. 
Um, Do you think they had, like, when movie theaters, it was, like, when two theaters, like, when movie theaters only played, like, two movies, so the marquee had, like, Gremlins on one side and Ghostbusters on the other? Yes. Wow. That would have been a fun time to go to the movies. So, while um, in most cities, Ghostbusters did better, obviously. Yeah. The one place where Gremlins did better was New York City. Because everybody that lived in New York City was mad that all their streets were fucking shut down to <laughs> because film of Ghostbusters. <laughs> so they like boycotted like, it. Fuck this fucking movie. We're gonna go to Gremlins. We're going to Gremlins. And guess what? Gremlins. How Gremlins repaid them? They made a second one set in set New, New York, York City. City. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it it is. Uh, it had a budget of eleven million dollars. Okay. And it grossed $212.9 million wow. at the box office. Killer. Yeah, it it, it did. It was the fourth uh, top grossing film that year. Wow. And peop- the studio thought it was going to fucking tank. It's an odd, it's an odd concept it's a, for a movie. Yeah, like, the pitch meeting for this had to be hilarious. Yeah. Um, so, the you, movie. You want to do what? You want to... <laughs> What? <laughs> um, I will say, you know, being that you took a took a hiatus from watching this movie, and I watch it all the time. Yeah, there were things in this watch with you that I noticed in my, um, uh, for lack of a better term, wokeness. That I was like, oh, maybe that's not so great. Man, there were so many little, tiny, micro problematic things, and some not so micro problematic things. Um, but weirdly enough. All of the, like, really problematic people were the first to die at the hands of the Gremlins. That's what I'm saying. I was going to say, controversial opinion, maybe Gremlins aren't bad. They killed all the right people. That's a terrible thing to say. We don't want to kill people. But, like, so... Let's let's just talk about it. We'll go through it. Yeah. So, we're in a kind of a frame story where uh, Randall Peltzer, the inventor... Is the narrator. He's the narrator. And he's like, oh, let me tell you about this crazy thing that happened. Um, And we... He's got real Dan Aykroyd. Not Dan Aykroyd. uh, Who's the other guy? Uncle Buck. Uh, John Candy? Yeah, if John Candy smoked, like, a fuck ton of weed, you've got this guy. This guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's big... He's got dad energy. 80s dad energy. Yeah. But I also, you know, I saw that meme. You've seen that meme of the cast of Cheers and their ages? No. Well, okay. That's, this, this reference is going to be completely lost on me. No, no, no. I'm not talking about Cheers. It's it's something like the way that people were styled and looked in the 80s. Okay. They all look considerably older than we as a generation do at yeah, the same age. Yeah, true. So, like, this man looks like he's in his mm, 60s, 50s, 60s, 50s, yeah, 100%. He was probably 45. Yeah, like, but does not, you would not. Same with the mom. Same with the mom. She looked like she was well into her 50s, but she was probably in her late 30s. Yeah, Billy, uh, Billy Peltzer looks like he is mid-30s, early 30s yeah, to me. Yeah, but he's probably like 22 years old. Maybe 20. And he, dude, there, so his co-worker... It's the it's the therapist from Santa Claus, it's, same uh, actor. Judge Reinhold. Yeah, and he literally is like, I'm about to turn 
30 or, or I'm, I'm, I'm t- turned 23 yeah i'm 23 and i'm like motherfucker no you are not you are in your 30s you are firmly in your 30s like there's no way you're 23 it, it was anyway so we get into and this is you know one of the awful things uh, it is a, a trigger warning for all the things um once again so uh racism xenophobia a murder, dismemberment, child endangerment, animal endangerment. Uh, there's no, there's no sexual assault. Uh, Talking about way. suicide in really uh, casual or not so casual, flippant ways. Well, yes, and then also very serious talks about suicide ish. Yeah, but it, it's the phrasing that's very flippant, right? So, anyway, Randall Peltzer, inventor, uh, kind of a salesman, kind of a poor salesman, doesn't matter. Uh, he's a pretty good salesman he's a terrible inventor why i bring this up in the trigger warning is that like in the 80s there was uh for some reason just this wave of uh anti-asian xenophobic kind of racist oh yeah tones where there's like asian mysticism which and and foreign culture in general but i'm thinking about like uh 16 candles with long duck dong and oh like, yeah and and like you know it's just it was it was it was everywhere is this fetishization of asian culture. eastern mysticism yeah yeah, and, yeah yeah uh so we're in chinatown yep um we go down into a dingy sort of yeah this, this opium den brings, looking place brings randall rand into this dark store it's just a shop but the way that they set it up make it look like it's It's smoky it's got only candles going yeah um and he rand is trying to find a present for his son yep billy um and he tries to sell this caricature of an asian man um one of his inventions. Like, this man even has, like, a glass eye that's, like, super bright electric blue. It's like the Fu Manchu. He's smoking yeah. a, a he's pipe. Got a, he's, he's got a wizard hat on. Yeah, like. he, he looks... It's racist as hell. <laughs> um, and he's trying to sell him... Is he trying to sell him the bathroom buddy, then? He's trying to sell him the bathroom buddy, but it doesn't have the shaving. It doesn't have the shaving attachment. It's just that he's, he's selling him on the toothbrush attachments. And he sprays toothpaste all toothpaste over himself. Toothpaste all over himself. Very and he's like, no, it, it, it cleans up easy. Yeah, no problem. And he's trying to do this. Meanwhile, he hears this, like... <laughs> and he, like, he's turning around, and he's like, what the fuck? Is, what, what is that noise coming from? And he finds... Behind the tarantulas. Behind the tarantulas. <laughs> Finds behind the tarantulas, Gizmo, a mogwai. A mogwai. Um, which the mogwai is not the right pronunciation, but in Cantonese, the word mogwai or its equivalent means devil. Oh shit! Um, Did not know. Right. Um, and he looks at this thing, and he like does like a, and he's like, "Oh fuck yeah, that thing sings! I'm gonna buy that for my son." And the owner is like, is like, no, absolutely not. Not for sale. And he's like, what about $100? And this grandson, his grandson that brought him into the store, yep. the owner's grandson, is like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Granddad, money. Money. And he's like, fine, $200. And this guy is straight up like, I am not selling you not this animal. Do not. No. And 
he goes to leave and the grandson like pulls him aside and he's like, hey, I'll sell you that fucking mogwai. But there's three rules. What are the three rules, Scott? The three rules are no bright lights, Mm -hmm. no water, Mm -hmm. no feeding it after midnight. Right. Um, (laughs) So he he takes this seriously. Yep. And then we're in. Smash cut, small town, Kingston Falls. Yep. Uh, Billy is in his car with his dog trying to get his VW bug started and it's crapping out on him. And his neighbor comes out and is like, foreign machinery. That's why you don't buy foreign cars. I've got American made. Kentucky harvester plow. I've, I've, I've had, had it for 15, 15 years. years. I've never had a single problem with it a day in my life. And he's American like, made. He's like, okay, I need to go. I need to go to work though. I'm already kind of late, and I need. I need to go. So instead of, so what was his plan? Here, this is the thing. The dog was in the car, right? Yeah. And he's at his home. Yeah. Where he lives. Yes. And he works at the bank. Yes. So he walks from home from home to the bank with his dog. Yep. And then gets in trouble for having the dog at work. Why couldn't he have left the dog at his house? I straight up think that he always brings his dog to work. Mm. I think that's just a thing that he does. Mm. And he keeps his dog tucked quietly under his desk. And it's never an issue. Right. Just happened to be an issue this day. Right. Because Ebenezer Scrooge archetype, Mrs. Deagle, who straight up, like, is a foil of Ebenezer Scrooge. Like, right, well, we see... She hates Christmas. She hates carolers. There's, she she's walks a, up with this like ominous score carrying the snowman head, sculpture head, and this family, this beautiful mom, yeah. and her two identically dressed children. And she, like, this mom goes to Mrs. Deagle outside of the bank and is like, I just, my husband just got a job. I just got a job. I'm so sorry. We don't have rent yet. We don't yet. have rent yet. Can you please wait? And she's like, well, I guess you know what to ask Santa for yep. for Christmas. She's like, me and the bank exist for the same reason, to, to make, make money. money. And, and I don't have time for trash like you. Right. And while they're walking away, it's like these throwaway lines. This kid turns up to his mom and he's like, mommy, I'm hungry. And she's like, yeah, me too. And yep. it's that, oh my God, oh my God. Yep. Um, so she walks in the bank and in like Elmira Gulch, Wizard of Oz fashion, is like, where's that dog? Yep. Uh, to Billy. And he's like, well, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, that dog destroyed my Bavarian snowman sculpture. And he's and, like, I'll pay for it. And she's like, no, I want to kill your dog. She's like, I don't want your money. I, I want, want your, your dog. dog. What are you going to do to him? I'm going to kill him. I'm going to take him to the pound and have him put down. Because if they leave him to me. I'll kill him slow like he deserves. I'll put him in my Oven dryer or whatever. Oh, dryer. Spin cycle on high. <laughs> and this dude standing in line with her is like, that'll do it. That'll kill that dog. Um, <laughs> and then the dog jumps out over the counter and attacks her. Yeah. And then, you know, the owner of the bank and his coworker are like, the hell are you doing with a dog at work? Get right. the hell out of here. Billy. Uh, what Billy. The fuck? Yeah. And Mrs. Deagle's like, oh, and like all bitch. I'm, 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 I'm so it. angry. Oh, my arm, my arm. I'm going to kill that dog. Oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, it's a nice performance. But he does, Billy doesn't get fired. We also see 
that he works at the bank. With Kate. With Kate. Phoebe Kate's gorgeous. She's like, you have to fill out this paperwork. You got to sign here. She's taking care of him. She's like, Billy, you were late, but I covered for you. Like, yep. hide that dog. Like, And definitely one of the earliest crushes for Scott Keel. 100%. Phoebe Cates. Yep. I mean, she's Phoebe Cates. Yeah. I'm, how do you... How do you not? How do you not? How do you not? I mean... How do you not? How do you not? How do you not? You don't. Um, <laughs> so, then they go to uh, this bar. Yep. And Judge Reinhold... It has it's his, just a total dick yeah, the whole he like, time. He's like, oh my god. And then Phoebe Cates also works at, at, the bar, at the bar for free. For free. To help out the owner of the bar. So they don't have to pay for another waitress. Yep, because everyone in this town is broke because Mrs. Deagle is the worst. Because every multiple people have talked about how Mrs. Deagle is trying to drive people out of their homes by jacking up their rent and yeah. not being cooperative or forgiving at all. Bar, this bar being one of those places. So interesting that that only happens in 1984 and never, ever And never again. again. Yeah. Um, so weird. People aren't like that anymore. No. it's. I mean, it's what a, a relic. Beautiful time we live in. Beautiful time. So they, they Judge Reinhold has like a <laughs> moment with Billy where he's like, you got to be, you got to be meaner. You got to like. Got to be more cutthroat. I would have fired you in a second. I'm going to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30. Yeah. And Phoebe Cates comes up to the table and he's like, you haven't seen my new apartment. She's like, I I haven't haven't seen seen your your old apartment. apartment. (laughs) He's like, come on, come over. You, you don't have to work here. It's not like they dock your pay. Yeah. And then they cut away. And then they cut away. So. Also, uh, Billy's an artist. Oh, yes. Billy is an artist. That was a plot point that got cut is that he's trying to be an artist yeah it's um, talked about a little bit they have still things that yeah he, it's referenced but it's more talented. just like character development but they it's were not like, relevant. we don't we don't have time for it also in the original script uh judge reinhold was supposed to be with billy the whole time mm. that he was fighting against the gremlins bully turned ally trope that like i guess judge reinholds he's the only one we didn't see die yeah he just he they just went uh he literally just after this scene he vanishes He's from gone. the movie. He's gone. I wonder. That's interesting. Hmm. 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 Um, and so Billy comes home to his mom cutting the largest onion in the world. Um, They're trying to use all of his dad's inventions to cook and stuff. And all of the inventions are. They suck. They, they're crap. Apparently they work for the first few weeks and then they break and he has to fix them. Mm-hmm. Um. So they're trying to make dinner, and then... And she's watching It's a Wonderful Life, and she is very sad. Yeah. Um, she's, she's struggling. She's struggling. Uh, like, Well, because they're also having money problems. He, yeah, because Judge Reinhold says that, that Billy is the one providing for their whole family. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Um, because dad is a great salesman, crappy inventor. He is Belle's dad from Beauty and the Beast. 100%. Yes. Um, so he comes home. With the gizmo, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You need to open it right away." So he, so Billy does, mm-hmm. and it's cute. And he tells him the rules. Yep. Uh, and then they all go to sleep, mm-hmm. and it's good. Uh, and then the next day, Billy's young friend, neighbor yes. kid, His comes over. Neighbor kid friend, uh, Pete, who is played by Corey Feldman. Yep. Who is only in this movie. 
because his best friend character from E.T. got cut. Wow. Okay. So, like... It's a little throw-in. Does does Billy need a preteen friend? No. No. But he has one. Yeah. Um, He's kind of like that annoying neighbor kid who comes over and, like, just hangs out. Like, uh-huh. Billy didn't invite him over. He just, like, shows up. up. Yeah. And is like, hey, what you doing? I'm going to lay in your bed and read comics. Which he does. And then discovers Gizmo. And he's like, what the hell is that thing? Uh, and, and then, then he goes to pick him up. And he knocks over Billy's uh, uh, paint paintbrush, paintbrush water, water onto Gizmo. It falls on Gizmo and gives... And Six little furball, five little furballs pop out of Gizmo's back and mm-hmm. turn into five new Mogwai. Yeah, and Gizmo is upset. Oh my god! And that's another thing in this movie. Just like trigger warning, like the level of like animals in pain is a lot. It's a, it's it's a little overwhelming at times. But Gizmo is in like severe pain. It looks like it's torture uh-huh. for this poor little creature. And then um, he's so sad. And then he's really sad, and the, you know he he's he's it's he's definitely not happy about the fact that he multiplied. No, he's like, oh, dang Billy, it! You're supposed to. And one of the and one of the new Mogwai has a big white mohawk stripe of fur. And so. And that's the leader. That's that's what. <laughs> that's the leader. That's the leader. And, <laughs> and Corey Feldman is like, oh, look at that one with the stripe. Let's call him Stripe. And then it immediately tries to bite him. Yeah, but I don't think that's a that's a bad Mogwai thing. I think that's a that's just an animal thing. Yeah, don't fucking don't, touch me don't, without I don't proper. Know you. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't, don't just reach out and touch me. What the fuck? I would do that. Um, um, and <laughs> so they have these little guys and. Yep. Then a little bit later, Billy is looking for his dog and they have strung up uh, the dog. They strung up the dog and Christmas lights on the porch outside and Billy comes out and the dog is like hanging up there, freezing and shivering and covered in snow. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next day. Well, he goes. Oh, he thinks that it's Mrs. He thinks Deagle. it's Mrs. Deagle. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and and he's talking to his parents about it and he's like, I I. I don't know. How, I don't know how. how she got in. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, I don't remember leaving." the I door locked open. the door. Yeah, and he's like, "But it has to be. It has to be her." Yep. Um, and he takes one of the Mogwai to the, to the high school or middle school or some school to the school in town. Yeah. To the science teacher, the biology teacher. Yeah. And uh, puts a little droplet of water on Gizmo. Mean. Yeah. And uh, he, well, not on Gizmo. It is. It's not Gizmo that he takes to no, the school. I don't think so. Like, well, I'm maybe pretty, he does. I'm pretty sure it's Gizmo. I don't okay. think he trusts any of the other Mogwai. I think all the other Mogwai are kept in his room. Mm. But he, he puts a little dropper on Gizmo, and it creates one more Mogwai that he leaves. That at he the leaves school. with the school because the the this teacher is like I'm gonna experiment on it, and I'm like, you're a you're a teacher. You're a high school biology teacher. What do you? What are you gonna do? What do you? What experiment are you gonna? Are you gonna do? He um, very meanly draws the Mogwai's blood. Well, I don't. It's mean because we can see the animal react to it. Yes. Um, but also this Mogwai, this new Mogwai, is uh, spiteful. Yes. Like, he he like looks at him and he's just like, oh, 
all right, motherfucker, you took my blood. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to fucking kill you. Um, and back at home. Uh, also, the sunlight, we, we didn't talk about this. Oh. Bright lights are bad. They hurt their, they, they don't like it. Sunlight kills sunlight them. Sunlight will kill them. Yeah. Um, which, <laughs> do you know why that's a rule? Why? Because the practical effects look better in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's a sci-fi trick. Nice. Um, I like that. So, also, um, the Gizmo puppet was the most frustrating puppet to work with. All of these are practical effects. There's no... The, the Gizmo puppet looked great. So... A lot of that puppet work looks really sharp. Yeah. They hated... I'm sure the, they had to have like a dozen different ones. They hated the Gizmo puppet um, because it broke down all the time. Um, Not unlike the dad's inventions. So a scene was added where they're later, where the gremlins are throwing darts at Gizmo mm-hmm. so that the crew could throw darts at the Gizmo puppet. Wow. Um, because they hated that puppet so much. All of these animatronics cost between thirty and $40,000 each. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. So um they're very expensive things but there's okay so there's stripe and the other guys yep gizmo yep and then this extra dude at yeah the, at so the there's school. a total of five extra mogwai six extra mogwai currently gizmo the five at the house one at the school seven dwarves um <laughs> put it together uh and so they watch snow white later they they the the bad mogwai trick billy into feeding them yeah they cut the cord on his clock in his room mm-hmm. a few minutes before midnight yes so they act all hungry and shit and he's like what you guys, you guys are being fucking crazy all right fine i'll feed you it's not quite midnight yet and not unlike in Poltergeist, which we previously watched, they have left a plate of food. A just... plate of chicken, like over a dozen wings, just chilling on a plate in the fridge, in the fridge. uncovered. And I was like, somebody is planning, on eating, planning on eating those. <laughs> and Billy just grabs the, the whole, whole plate. plate and just puts it down with the mogwai. Yep. Um, and he offers some to Gizmo, and Gizmo's like, no, no I'm good. it's after midnight. Gizmo plays by the rules. Yep. He's like, I, I actually, I'm cool with how I am. I'm good. I don't, I don't, I'm good. I don't need to eat. And the, also, the other mogwai at the school, the the teacher left a sandwich, sandwich. Yeah. too close to the cage. Um, and that gremlin was fucking stoked. He was yeah. like food hell yeah i'm gonna fucking kill you yeah man. he was he was you very excited fucked up. um and so the next morning yep we wake up we wake up to a bunch of face hugger eggs yep there's five in the bedroom and one giant one in the cage at the school school uh and uh little little pete little cory feldman and billy are at the school at the school well first billy calls his mom up and he's like mom and she's like what happened what, up here? And he's what, like, I guess I, it's the Mogwai. I guess they ate. Or, or like, oh, she's like, did you get them wet? And he's like, no. no. And then. Did, she, did you feed did him after midnight? midnight? And he's like, well, no. And he looks at his clock and he figures out. The oh, wait. Goes, What's, What's going, going on? on? <laughs> <laughs> like. You fucking moron. Like. Yeah. Of, what do you mean? What's going on? Like. Yeah. They. They cut your cord, bro. Um. 
And uh, so that night, uh, well, they go to the school. And, yes, and they're talking. Corey Feldman and Billy go to the school, and they're like, "Hey, what the fuck is going on?" And they're like, "Oh, it's like a pupa stage. Like, it's a time of metamorphosis." And <laughs> It's like it's a time of change. Corey Feldman's like, like my mom. And he's like, no. No, not like that. <laughs> and, and <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm tickled by it. Um, uh, what, why, so whilst. So they're all still developing and stuff. And uh-huh. uh, Billy goes to work the bar he goes to the bar where his neighbor is way too drunk and refuses to leave and he walks i thought he runs home because they called him at the at the bank he was at the bank and mrs deagle was like i need you to cash or put this check in my account i hope that dog's not here yeah that happens and then he gets the call because it it starts they all start to hatch but the one. But when does he take? When does he walk, Kate home, and we get the whole. That's oh, I guess that is that night. That's somewhere in there. So anyway, Kate is at the bar, and his somewhere in here, neighbor yeah. is drunk. Um, and he tells them the story about gremlins. gremlins. This happened before. This was before he went home with and before this was before the, they ate the, the night he fed the gremlins. We skipped this. Apologies. Sorry. So anyway, uh, before he's on his way home, he stops by the bar and his xenophobic neighbor is refusing to leave. And Kate's like, come on, last call. You got to go. And she fully locks up this bar that is absolutely did trashed. not clean up. Just turned off the lights and locked it. Uh, they tell his neighbor not to drive home shit faced and his to snow plow. And he gives him he gives them this whole rundown about how foreign cars uh and other things and foreign machinery is filled with gremlins your watch your television your, your radio your phone all the things and so they make just, things break and they make things break and that's be careful of gremlins uh and she's like maybe don't drive home yep. man and he's like you know what i'm not gonna drive home it's a nice night i'm gonna walk and they were like you know what we're gonna walk too. And whilst walking, Phoebe Cates is like, Yeah, people are sad at Christmas. And Billy's like, What are you talking about? That's such a happy time. She's like, Yeah, for some people, some people are also very sad around Christmas. And <gasps> he's like, Well, I don't know. And she's like, Some people cut their wrists no at christmas. here's here's what it, he's it, he literally says christmas is a time for you open your hearts and she's like yeah or your wrists right <laughs> it's like oh my wow. god kate wow kate. and he's like well i take it you don't like christmas and she's like you say you don't like washington's birthday or thanksgiving and nobody blinks an eye you say you hate christmas and suddenly you're the no you're you're, Grinch, you're a you're, nutter you're, <laughs> <laughs> it's something like that something like that <laughs> And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. And she's like, well, this is my house. And he's like, hey. You want to hey, go on a date? On Thursday? Is there any time you don't work? And she's like, Thursdays. I don't work Thursdays. I don't work Thursdays. And he's like, you want to go on a date next Thursday? And she's like, yeah. I would love to. And he's like, oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. It yes. works. 
<laughs> Fuck yeah. Did not think that was going to fly. Cool. And she's just like, and I I just really don't like Christmas. Yeah. Bye. Um, so. Anyway, and we're back. Um, <laughs> remix to remix. Put, put whatever scenes, whatever you want to put them. Um, yeah, so he's at the bank. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gets the call from his mom. No. He gets the call from the school. Because it starts to hatch. Because it hatched. It hatched. There's, they were watching a video and about it, uh, different kinds of hearts. Yep. And, um, it, and it hatched. And the teacher was like, okay. The bell rang. And the teacher was like, all right, get the hell out of here. Go, 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 go. Get the fuck out. Yep. And uh, by the time, and then while Billy is rushing to the school, the teacher is trying to lure the gremlin out. With, with a Snickers. With a Snickers. You know, and you I have to say, you said the funniest fucking thing. When you were like, why didn't you go home? <laughs> there were five pods. Like, the minute I got a call that said it hatched, I would be like, there are five pods at my house right now that all have to have hatched as well. Yeah. Get home. Or at least call home and be like, mom, mom they hatched. Get out. Get or out. Something. Or What's happening? What's going on there? Right. There should be five things running around now. What do they look like? Are they dangerous? What is their vibe? Right. What's Did the deal? Did they just melt? Did they die? Yeah. I don't know. What happened? What's going on? Did um, they hatch? But he, he gets to the school and he... Oh, because... Because the teacher is, is trying to get this gremlin to come out with a Snickers. And it's under the desk and he reaches under to give it the Snickers and he's like, yeah, yum, yum. And, and yum, then the, yum. and it starts to eat the Snickers and then it eats his hand and pulls him under. And when Billy shows up, he's dead. He's dead with a syringe in, in his, his ass, in his ass. Just like this gremlin was like, fuck, fuck you. you. That's what I, I was like. Mm. At which point Billy was like, shit, mom, <laughs> Um, and mom was decorating uh, gingerbread cookies. She was busting her ass in the kitchen. Trying to make Christmas happen. She talks to his dad, Rand. Yep. And is like, hey, honey, how's the convention going? He's like, well, my inventions are kind of lame compared to everybody else's. And she's like, yeah, okay. It's Christmas Eve. Can you please come home? And he's like, I'll try. I'm going to do my best. Um, And she is. This poor woman. She's so sad. She's at the end of her rope. She's yeah. so sad. Um, and she's like, I'm going to make Christmas good. Yep. I don't I don't care. I'm going to make a thousand gingerbread men and we're, it's going to be good. And she hears some shit and grabs her knife. Yep. Um, a huge knife, which is undue of whatever she was doing in the yep. kitchen. Um, and goes upstairs and finds all the eggs have hatched. Yep. And then she comes back down. No, well, okay. But then... Do you hear what I hear? Start. Oh to yeah, play they they turn on the record. Loud. They turn on the record player, and she like has a moment, which is I think one of the true horror movie moments in this movie, which is a horror movie, um, but mm, mm. black comedy horror movie. Yes. Um, but this moment where she's sitting upstairs says so very loud. Do you hear what I hear? Um, with a knife and these empty pods. Is a genuine moment of dread. Yeah. Where you're like, what are you going to do? And this actress does such a great job of that, like, uh, what do I, what do I do? What do I fucking do? So she goes down, she turns off the radio, mm-hmm. 
And in the kitchen, she finds one of the gremlins getting into the... A blender? A blending mixer, Cuisinart type thing. thing. And so she's... And he's like fully dove in to feast. And she just turns it on and yeah, it... This woman immediately snaps into Sarah Connor... Ripley. Oh man, full just, on Ripley homage. She like, blends the first gremlin. There's another gremlin that's fucking. It's Chuck and China Chuck, at her. Chuck and China at her, and she grabs a tray and uses it as a shield and runs up and just stabs the fuck out of it. Yep. And then there's another one that's standing in front of the microwave throwing things at her, and she literally she grabs some spray and just sprays it in the face, and it falls back into the microwave. She closes the door and turns it on and explodes. Boom, boom, boom. Just one, two, three, three of them. Knocked out in like two minutes. Three of the five, gone. You know what? Maybe James Cameron is right, and the true superheroes are the moms. Are they, they're the moms, man. They At are the moms. this mom, fucking killer. Yeah. Like, if she had a little bit more time and there wasn't so much tinsel on that Christmas tree... She would have gotten all five. She would have gotten all five. Spike would have been gone. No issue. Yeah. So anyway, she backs up into the tree and... Well, she... So there's one in the living room that, like... Spike. Well, no, because there's the one in the tree and then there's Spike. Oh, uh, yeah. So the one in the tree gets her. Well, yeah, she gets backed up into the tree. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, it the tree falls on her and the gremlin's scratching at her and then uh, Billy comes home and they have these two swords on the wall as yeah. wall decoration and he pulls one of the swords off and straight up decapitates this gremlin and the head flies like a baseball into the fireplace. Yep, and that's and then, four. And that's four and then Spike jumps out the window into the snow and, oh my god! Don't and runs off. Scott, I'm, I let it go. Scott, I just had to. I had to emphasize it. I had to emphasize it. Here's the shit that Scott said to me whilst we were watching this. He was like, "What about the snow? <laughs> snow is water. Snow is water." And I was like, "Stop! We can't. <laughs> don't. Don't. Snow is water. Don't, stop it. Snow is water. Stop." Anyway, um, because the movie could not function. Yeah. If it was, so the movie can happen. So the movie can happen. Um, so yeah, uh, Spike runs away. Spike, Stripe, Stripe runs away. I'm gonna call him Spike. I'm sorry. Well, I think okay. Spike is a it's a second movie, isn't it? I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember, yeah, I think it is. Anyway, Stripe runs away. He he goes to. Um, he runs to the school. He runs to the YMCA. Oh, it's the YMCA. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Billy goes after Billy him goes with after Gizmo. Him with Gizmo, he like finds Co because the. All of the gremlins, once they are fully gremlins and not Mogwai. Oh, anymore. yeah, they chucked Gizmo down the laundry chute. They, yeah, they have a scene where they're throwing darts at, at Gizmo, which I previously mentioned, and then they throw him down the laundry chute. They're yep. just assholes to Gizmo. Yep. Um, and so he he's like, oh, my God, Giz, are you okay? And he's like, "We, we shut up. We got to go. We got we to go. We gotta, gotta get him. Um, so Billy chases him. To the YMCA, um, where Stripe fully just does a cannonball. Promptly jumps into the pool. And really cool effect where the pool gets all bubbly and witches brew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Billy takes off to the police station. To, with Gizmo. With Gizmo to alert the police. And oh I God. shit you not, one of the cops, not the sheriff, but the deputy is Jonathan fucking Banks. And if you don't know who that is, it's the half measures guy. It's Hank from Breaking Bad. Not Hank. 
Not Hank's Hank. His not yeah, Hank's his brother-in-law. So he's he's in Better Call Saul as well. He's, yeah, he's in. He's he's he's, he's the, the fixer guy. Yeah, the driver guy. He's the guy that talks like this. I think you have to be more specific about Breaking Bad and guys that talk like that. No, I don't. Okay, you know who I'm talking about. Um, look it up if you. If you no do. half measures. Oh my god. Uh, Walt, so, <laughs> go ahead. So, <laughs> um, god damn it, god damn it. Uh, they, they go to the police, mm-hmm. and the police are like. You're insane. You are little monsters running around. Are you? Are you drunk? No, hundreds we of are. them. Um, maybe thousands. Maybe thousands of monsters. Which, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. we uh, five out of uh, half a cup of water. Five out of a spill. Uh, one out of a drop. And he jumped into a pool. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of gremlins. And we also learned in the. Uh, biological cycle of a gremlin once you have transformed into a gremlin you reproduce gremlins and so there's no pupa by. stage yeah so um, they just are they're fully formed gremlins coming out of the water yeah um and so billy shows the police gizmo yep or who gizmo's piss yeah because they put an american flag on his hand and in his hand and start poking him and telling him to like do shit and gizmo is just like so angry he's he's like Fuck you! And then, then we the the horde of gremlins start um, terrorizing the town and quote unquote terrorizing the town. But yeah, they they just go on a you know they kill all of the assholes. Uh, so first, the first death that we didn't count. Yes, uh, is the man who casually experimented on animals. Yep. Uh, then we go to the neighbor's house. The xenophobic neighbor and his wife are chilling, and. The gremlins attack his TV antenna. Attack his TV antenna, so he goes outside, and then they hijack his snowplow and drive it, in, in, chase him into his house, and run him and his wife down in their house, dead via snowplow. Dead. They also have in this house. It's I think it's supposed to be a tacky house, but there's things in this house that I kind of love, like this aluminum tree. Um, and this fake fireplace <laughs> thing that they've got going on. Yeah. Um, and his little, he has a granny square crocheted uh, blanket that I also have. A nice. Granny square crocheted blanket. But um, but they also have this weird Nixon poster that looks like a carnival poster. Yeah. And it's not great. Yeah. It's not It's not a great look. But they, they kill him. Um, yeah, they, they do. They immediately. Um, and then the cops have been called at this point. Um, and then Miss, Miss Deagle. They, they go after Miss, Miss Deagle. Miss Deagle's next. Then the gremlins go to Miss Deagle's house. And I just noticed this watching this, this time on Mrs. Deagle's realty, real estate sign. It says her hours of operation are like 1045 to 1115. Oh my God. Um, so she's. She works for half an hour half a day. Half an hour Monday through Friday. Amazing. Uh, and she, she has a bunch of cats that are all named after different kinds of currency. Yep. Um, and she lives in this, like, estate, but it is very cat oh, run it's, down. Oh, it's run down. And the gremlins sneak in and they uh, hijack her, her. She has one of those chairs that takes her up and down the staircase. Mm-hmm. 
and a mobility aid. And and one of the gremlins messes with the wires, and they chase her, and she gets freaked out and gets in her stairs. Oh yeah, because they're singing Christmas carols, and she's like, "I hate carolers." She's about to throw water on. She's about children? to throw water on children in the middle of the night in winter. Yeah. Um, but it's a bunch of gremlins, and she runs back to her chair and tries to go back up the stairs, and it jet propels her ass to the top of the stairs and catapults her out her second story window she flies like 30 or 50 feet she's clearly dead Mm -hmm. and then the cops go out to try and figure out what's going on and see all of the pandemonium that the gremlins are causing and the gremlins cut the brake line of the cop car while they're looking at santa a a local santa man being attacked being attacked and the santa so the the local santa guy who does a terrible santa is also killed and then they flip the cop car, and the cops die. Uh, they turn all the traffic lights green, so it causes a bunch of car collisions. Mm-hmm. And then they all go to the bar where where Kate is serving, serving them drinks, the, she, and they are not trying to kill her. Nope. She's just bartending. She's just bartending. But, like, like assholes. It's, it's chaos. Like, she's having a bad, bad night. But she's and she's, But the funniest thing is, is that she's actually trying to bartend. Yeah. Like, she realizes that this is her means of survival. As long as I keep pouring drinks, they won't eat me. She's asking, like, what did you want? Did you want to? Oh, okay. And And then then we get the greatest montage of, like, classic cinema references Mm -hmm. via gremlin looks. Uh, We've got the poker playing table where you've got the mob boss playing with his boys, and one of the gremlins is in, like, full drag, being hit the lady on his arm. They stole Mrs. Deagle's wig. They stole her hat. Her, her makeup, stole, her jewels. Like, her makeup. He's full drag. We have an 80s break dancer with the... Flash dance. And we've got the, the jazz noir guy with the fedora smoking. Um, they're all smoking. A ton of uh, Yeah, they're all smoking. Um... It, and it's just like a, it's like all of the like classic '80s tropes are visualized as little gremlins. As little gremlins, and then uh, one she of them, starts, well, she, one of them okay. wants to smoke. Right, and she so she to... tries to light their cigarette, and they freak out and back away. And she's like, "The light!" And so she starts. She takes out a Polaroid camera and starts snapping photos and making them all fall over and so away she from can her. Get over the bar, so she can get. So out. she can get out, and then when she's at the door, uh. You get the classic like ski mask, ski mask uh, mugger, mugger with the uh, that pulls a pulls gun a on real her, gun. real gun, uh, and she goes to snap a picture, but the Polaroid's out, and so she dodges, and he shoots a mirror, and she runs out of the bar. Well, because Billy shows up with his VW bug. Oh yeah, and it shines the headlights into the bar, and everybody like, ah! um, and then they try to they get into Billy's car, and it won't start. Yeah, she and she's like. Why does your car not, not start? start? And he's like, we're going to have to make a run for it. So they do. They do. And then we get the most sad, horrible scene. Oh, yeah. Because she tells him the story of, of why her, of, of why she hates Christmas, which is, I'm going to sum it up real short and sweet. On Christmas Eve, her dad, as a surprise for her and her mom, tried to sneak down the chimney dressed as Santa with an armful of presents, slipped and fell, and broke his neck. But they didn't know that, and so he just never came home, and then they noticed the smell. Like a week later. Like a week later, and they're expecting to pull a raccoon out of the chimney, 
And they pull out her dad. Dressed as Santa. Dressed as Santa. And she says, she ends it with, and that's how I knew there wasn't any such thing as Santa Claus. Boom, kids. And it's like, oh my God, Kate, this is not the time. I'm so sorry. This is not the time. This is not the time for this story. (laughs) So then. They, They leave that sad moment. Yep. And they walk outside. With Gizmo. Yep. Um, and the streets are empty. Yep. It's quiet. Yep. And they're like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Where did they go? And they're like, someplace dark. The <laughs> movies. <laughs> Where they're showing Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. And all of the gremlins are in this gigantic movie theater. Watching, watching Snow White. And they're, having a damn good time. They're like eating popcorn. Like, yeah, they're little assholes, but they're... So and they've just, eaten all of the snacks and food that are in the theater. Right. So Stripe. Well, one of them, one of the gremlins keeps leaning over to Stripe and going, "Milk Duds." Like <laughs> that's right. And he's like, "Okay, fine, I'll go get Milk Duds." So Stripe goes and gets goes to break into the convenience store the convenience across store across the street for some snacks. Snacks because it says candy on the window. Yeah. Um, and Kate, Billy, and, and Gizmo. Gizmo are like. Let's kill them all while they're in here. So they sneak downstairs and they open up a gas valve mm-hmm. and they light a piece of paper on fire and mm-hmm. leave it there to burn. And then as they're trying to get out, the tape runs out and there's a light shining behind them. So they get silhouetted. So the gremlins see that they're behind the screen. And they're like, we're going to get those. They chase them and then they block them in with the door and put something in front of the door to keep it closed and run away. And big bada boom theater blows up all the gremlins die except for stripe who's in the candy store and he's like what the fuck all my friends bro so they chase spike into stripe into the convenience store where there is a garden section it's like it's it's like a department store. yeah it's like a small walmart before yeah that was a thing and uh there's a whole bunch of shenanigans that ensue here where they, yeah, Billy like, chases Stripe around and gets the shit kicked out of him. For uh, he gets like by he falls into a bunch of stuff and Stripe throws a bunch of things at him and then shoots him with a crossbow a couple times. Tries to shoot him with a gun. Uh, Billy's dad shows up at some point not to do anything, and the dog, the dog runs in and the dog doesn't do anything either. Gizmo finds a little remote control car mm. and drives it around and. Because Gizmo notices that the sun is rising, and so they need to get light into the building. Yeah, and Stripe sees this water fountain in the garden center and is like, oh, I know what I'm going to fucking do. And he waits at the water fountain for Billy. And he's like, hey, Billy. And then he puts his hand in. And he starts bubbling. And starts bubbling. And then Gizmo hits a ramp shovel thing that launches Gizmo into the blinds, grabs the cord, yanks it. It pulls the blinds up. It shines light in. Mm Mm-hmm. In Stripe goes ah! and has this really graphic melting sequence, like yes. the Wicked Witch of the West. Yes. Um. And the best part is, is that uh, Gizmo, you know, is fine, and you know, he, obviously they're trying to protect him from the sun. And the dialogue that happens after this, the dad comes in, <laughs> and all everything's in disarray. The town is on fire. And the dad walks into the store, and Billy's there, and Kate is there, and they've got Gizmo and the dog. And the only dialogue is, Dad, your scarf? Yeah. 
And that's it. And that's it. They wrap Gizmo in the scarf, and and they, and then Stripe has one more reappearance as a skeleton, as a last minute like yeah. jump scare thing, and then fully melts into a puddle. Yeah. Bones and all melt. He's, um, yeah, he's he is nothing. But like, there's it's, no evidence of any gremlins that ever existed. That ever existed, and there, except for claims of people about little green men. Right. And so we're back at the Peltzer house, um, where. Kate is giving Gizmo a thermometer. They're all sitting around. And at one point, Kate and Billy kiss oh, during oh, this whole thing. And it was another. We don't. It was when they were. The I think time. it was after they had. They. I think they had lit the. They. The gas was lit. spraying. Yeah. They hadn't lit the paper yet, or maybe they had, and they stopped to kiss. Yeah. And that was it was when they, when they were in the basement of the movie theater at some yeah. point. Yeah. And anyway, it's not important because it it's not the time for that. <laughs> Um, so they're in the living room and the owner of the store from Chinatown shows up um, while they're watching a news report where they're like, um, this town went fucking crazy for no reason. No one can explain why. And this man shows up and he's like, he throws the money on the couch. And Billy's like, dad. Dad. And his dad is like, uh-uh. Um, and the owner of the store is like, I did not sell him. You guys, you are not. You are not ready. You don't respect nature. Yeah. Um, you got, and it's, a you know, so really like subtle, not subtle. Like, mm, Americans, get your shit together. Get your shit together. And he's like, um, maybe one day. You will be you ready. You will be ready. And Gizmo, right, like gets into the box and he's like, oh, Papa, Papa. And he like. They talk back and forth and they have this beautiful line where he's like, Billy's like, you can understand. He's like, to understand, all you have to do is listen. Boom. And uh, Boom. it's just like a, oh, oh, get wrecked, Billy. Um, And before they leave, before the owner and Gizmo leave, um, Gizmo's like, hey, can I say goodbye to my friend? Um, and says like, bye, Billy. Bye, Billy. And, uh, then he's he leaves he walks down a snowy street painted backdrop uh yep and and then we get narration from rand it's just like if your shit isn't working turn on all your lights and check Check under under your your beds and check all your closets and under all your furniture because you might have gremlins let me tell you i have anxiety and that is not What I need to hear if yep. my internet's not working. It's I, it's it's Devin's the ring. I straight up it's, Devin's it's, the it's, ring. It's her seven days when There's, you're you've got gremlins. <laughs> I better not fucking have gremlins. And that's it. And that's it. Uh, I love this fucking movie. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's a damn good time. And it's not Kit Waku, so we don't have a questionnaire or anything. I just you know love this movie, and I think everybody should watch it because it's Christmas time. Um. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you for listening to us on this spooky, not so spooky Christmas Eve. We're actually uh, sad news. I have sad news for all of you. (laughs) Um, There will not be a spooky Saturday next week. Taking a taking a week off. We're taking a week off. Christmas for the New Year's. Year's. We're going to we're going to take off. Um, But then. Oh boy. We are back. We are back. So strong. What what are what, what are you raising your eyebrows? <laughs> I was gonna are we are we telling them what we're coming back with? Mm, we can. You can if you want. We're coming back with a month of it. <laughs>
Yeah, we're coming back with the month of it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to kill myself like Phoebe Case's dad. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, but Phoebe Cates is right. Uh, this this time of year is kind of sad uh, for some people. Mm. And I hope that this uh, hour of gremlins nonsense might help uh, alleviate that. Um, I do hope that you have a happy holiday, whatever you choose to celebrate. And I feel really honored that you chose to spend an hour of whatever this day is with us and talking about gremlins. Woo! Uh, I was about to say the greatest gift that I have received this year is you listening to this podcast, but unfortunately, um, the greatest gift I got this year is Scott singing the Gremlins theme song. (laughs) So sorry. It's a banger. Put it on every playlist. It's all rise. Baby. All rise. Uh, <laughs> once again, thank you so much for listening to this week's Spooky Saturday. I can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks uh, for a month of it. Um, <laughs> you'll get that joke later. Uh, ha- stay safe. Stay hydrated. And as always, stay spooky. Merry Christmas, everybody. See you in a couple of weeks. Bye.